Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. On a Wednesday, live in Los Angeles, it's the Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. A lot of things today. Breaking news today. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour, Joel Klatt joins us. Is UCLA going to fire Chip Kelly? Big job openings. The Michigan story. Keep telling you, watch out Michigan this weekend. I'm very nervous about Jim Harbaugh. J-Mac, you know, this whole thing about... uh, Go buy an old quarterback. Doesn't always work out. Doesn't always work out. Disappointing breaking news to start the show, man. So Browns announced Deshaun Watson out for the season. Got an injury nagging. Doesn't want to risk further damage. Out for the season. So mortgaging the franchise for a star older quarterback. Let's look at the uh, hit rate. Peyton Manning, Denver. He was great for two, three years. By year four, precipitous decline. He won the Super Bowl, aged quickly. Denver still a mess. Tom Brady, Super Bowl year one. Team declined each year after it. This year, they're four and five. The biggest cap hit on the franchise is Tom Brady, 35 million. He's not playing, and he's $35 million cap hit. Matt Stafford, year one Super Bowl. Injuries and decline after reportedly won't rework his deal. The Rams have many needs and can't solve all of them in this year's draft class. Aaron Rodgers, injured first series, entire franchise reeling, coach GM now on the hot seat. Russell Wilson, disaster, now just trying to salvage it with a brilliant coach. Deshaun Watson, promising, disaster. All the money guaranteed, this roster stacked, 
now flush the season into the toilet. Yeah. Even the ones that work getting a veteran star expensive quarterback. The ones that work, you get a Super Bowl. And then it gets messy very fast. If you're going to do it, the way to do it appears to be free agency. You go sign Peyton Manning in Denver or Brady in Tampa. But you don't have to give up draft picks and players. That's probably the way to do it. And even those got ugly fast. But what you probably don't want to do is what Cleveland did with Deshaun or Denver did with Russell. So it's a trade. You give up draft capital or players. It's huge money before you're even sure if it works. At least the Rams waited to see if Matt Stafford worked. It did. They probably regret the contract now, but it did work, and they waited for it to work. So let's be honest. All these big moves, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, these weren't marginally talented guys. These are Hall of Fame-level players. These are dominating players, great careers. None, 0 for 6, have been perfect. None. Perfect, forget it. 6 for 6, either disaster or you'll have a mess on your hands. Diminishing returns. 6 for 6. 0 for 6, perfect. The best was Peyton Manning because you got multiple great years, MVP, and a couple Super Bowl appearances. Blown out in one, you won the other. The worst is officially Deshaun Watson. It's not Russell Wilson because Russell plays every week. Deshaun now out for the year. So again, it sounds great, and everybody gets excited. Multiple disasters. One that was pretty darn solid, Peyton Manning. Got to be happy with Tom, but Tom's now the biggest cap hit for Tampa. Doesn't play at $35 million. So it's, it's generally it's organizations having to salvage missing on quarterbacks. You're missing a Brock Osweiler. You know what I mean? You, you, you're missing a bunch of Cleveland Brown quarterback picks. You're basically the Jets. You miss on Zach Wilson. That's what it really comes down to. Your organization takes a big swing and misses at the most important position, and then you've got to over-trade, over-spend, over-leverage the franchise to get an aging star who either has personality quirks, little odd, not a great locker room guy, or has had multiple surgeries, or is at the very end of his career. Never, ever, zero for six on it all works out now and later. Zero for six. So there was a story yesterday. And uh, Dan Orlovsky, played in the NFL, now he's at the other place, said he heard that Bill Belichick will take over as head coach and GM for a different NFL team next year. The location has already been determined. Well, that leads me to believe it would be Washington because they haven't determined anything with the Chargers. And he is an East Coast guy. Placed in Nantucket, lived in Foxborough, coached the Giants, offered the Jets job. He's an East Coast guy. Uh, I doubt at the end of his career he's moving west. I remember Tom Brady, the Chargers thought they had a chance for him. But Tom, even though he grew up in California, had spent so many years, placed in New York, went to Europe with his wife, Foxborough, he chose the East Coast. So I would guess Washington. I would not make the move. Now, on the surface, you're like, well, Washington, they got some nice skill players, and Bill doesn't draft those. But what they don't have is a star quarterback. They have Sam Howell, who deserves another year, but I don't think he's a hoist-the-trophy guy. 
So between Cleveland and New England, those two franchises, Bill has drafted 12 quarterbacks. He's had a home run with one. Jimmy Garoppolo got him in the second, traded him for a second. One for 12. Right? Now, the good news is, initially, they have, Washington, what Bill can't draft. Like weapons. But if Bill's your GM, he is an abject disaster. And that's being diplomatic. Just go to his 2022 draft class. Just go to one a year ago. One starter, 10 picks, most of it an utter disaster. Cut, traded, backup, cut, practice squad. These guys aren't even close. It's one thing if it takes three and four years to figure out a guy or, or you move off him after four decent years of productivity. They're a year removed from this draft, one starter, and nobody looks like they can play. So there's another thing about Belichick that nobody talks about. Like when you're at your peak, the late Bobby Knight, when you're at your peak, the 70s, uh, and you're, you've got the energy and you're winning championships, how you treat people, you can get away with a lot of stuff. But as you age, your reputation follows you and precedes you. Look at Belichick's staff right now. I talked to an executive in the league before the season. He said, this is a weak staff. Why? Who wants to work for Belichick? Look at their current staff. It's retreads who have been fired his kids, and some players who have worked for him and can tolerate him. Bill is not getting the up-and-comers, the young, progressive, offensive coaches with options. Not getting those guys. Patricia couldn't get along with anybody in Detroit. Josh McDaniels couldn't get along with anybody in Las Vegas. I heard a story two days ago that was brutal. Joe Judge couldn't get along with anybody in New York. He's bringing guys back who nobody wants. He's bringing guys back who are desperate. Like, so, people, a lot of you are watching the Patriots, and you're saying the same thing everybody is, which is, God, they don't even, they make special teams mistakes. They fumble more now, the penalties. Why, remember, what happened? What happened is, Bill's reputation has preceded him. The word is out from those who have left and gone on to greener pastures. He's very difficult. He won't listen to people. He takes over a draft, has no business doing it. Look at that staff right now. It's weak. It's people that aren't viable on the market. His kids, retreads, and players who have played for him. Years ago, Bill Belichick said, I only want to coach guys that I like. There's certain guys I won't coach. Well, I, I got news for you. Andy Reid, uh, you know, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, can't love everybody in your locker room. These are young kids from all over the country. They come with baggage. They come with stuff. They're not perfect. They're human. If you're looking for a locker room that only people that will listen to you and like you, you'll look like the Patriots. So I would not hire him in Washington. I, I, I don't think he can build a great staff anymore. Look at the staff in New England. If he has general manager powers, go look at the 2022 draft. It's a disaster. I mean, Already, one starter, one receiver that's interesting, probably a two to a three, and a guy's getting cut on the practice squad. I mean, again, uh, you can go to anybody's draft and look four to five years later on Green Bay drafts well. You can probably go four or five years later and go, well, we got you know, this safety, we got some games out of him, but we're not going to re-sign him. At least they're productive. 
You got one starter, an interior lineman, and no productivity from anybody else. He can't be your GM. Can't. Like, if you hire him, you deserve it. But Washington's got a new owner, a rich owner. It'd be a splashy hire. And this is what we say all the time. You're as good as your owner. You're as good as your owner, so be very careful. J-Mac, Joel Klatt, in one hour from now, um, some NBA last night. You know, Oh, something happened in the NBA? I I didn't see anything. Let let me guess. We're blaming Draymond Green. (laughs) Give him a pass. Hey, let me come back to the Belichick thing. uh, That's super interesting. Washington. I just quickly made a list of, you want to hear my other list of four options for Belichick to be coach and GM? Um, What if he sticks to the division? I want to stick it to Kraft. This guy trying to run me off. The New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills are both reeling. I mean, Belichick, remember the Jets, Dalliance, and then he ends up going back to New England. By the way, why would I fire Robert Sala? Billionaire owners. Uh, That's my only take on that. But uh, another one that I think you'll like. So where did Brady go to have a lot of success after New England? A bad division where he could win instantly. Tampa. Okay. What about Bayou Bill Belichick, the New Orleans Saints? Their coach, Dennis Allen, is terrible. They've got like an infrastructure there that's pretty good. Bourbon Street Bill. Can you feel that Belichick goes to New Orleans, that division? Well, I think it would be really interesting, but Mickey Loomis is one of the better GMs. Mickey Loomis is going to control and should control the draft. He's a tremendous personnel guy. I'm not. Gail Benson has a great relationship mm-hmm. with Sean Payton, though he's not there. Trust him implicitly. And Mickey Loomis. There's no way I'm I'm saying, hey, Mickey, Bill's going to take over the draft. Zero. Zero. That that is literally not doing diligence. That that would be due diligence. That would be a terrible move. Loomis but, is great. Yeah. The the last one would be the Windy City, Chicago. They get Carolina's number one pick. Blue-collar ethos, toughness in Chicago, gruff Belichick. He doesn't have a connection to the ownership. It's not well-owned. You don't go from Kraft to that. That's fair. That 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 craft to Virginia McCaskey, that's that's like the best owner to one of the worst. A division in flux, though. Minnesota doesn't have a quarterback. Green Bay's reeling. Detroit's good, but they're probably going to lose Ben Johnson. Um, I, I, it'll the, be uh, to me. It's going to be East Coast. I, I think you could argue Tampa. Uh, but I, you know, again, that he's got a. Not, they're not I, I know, shape. but I it, again, you have solid ownership. They have a general manager there that I like. You have an interesting roster. They just need a quarterback. But again, Bills drafted twelve quarterbacks. Cleveland, New England, one hit. Garoppolo, you got him. You moved him. Doesn't it's it's fine. But you got you moved off him. Mm. So it's one hit out of twelve. Not great. Not great. You should see his receivers. It's worse. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I always take good teams that have been humiliated the week before. Jags got hammered by the Niners. I'll take a minus six and a half to cover at home against the Titans. No way the Rams beat the Seahawks twice. Seattle's minus one. A better, younger, healthier team. I'll take Seattle. Broncos at home minus two. I know it's a short week off the Monday night football win, but I think the Josh Dobbs story has limitations. Go Denver. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 
21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. The smartest people I've ever worked with, the smartest people in football, the smartest people in Silicon Valley, the smartest people in Wall Street, the smartest people in medicine contextualize results. Why is something working? Because unless you give me a strong why, it won't keep working. Right? So Mike Tomlin says, hey, Kenny Pickett's winning, and he should be measured by wins. Well, Tim Tebow won seven straight games. Tim Tebow has a over 500 NFL record. He is bad. He was winning because of a great defense and Matt Prater's amazing foot over mostly bad teams. You don't sign Tim Tebow to a five-year massive contract. Well, he won seven in a row. You contextualize why he was winning. They smartly went and got Peyton Manning despite being old and won Super Bowls. So Mike Tomlin on Kenny Pickett, who, for the record, Pittsburgh's making history being outgained in every game and still has a winning record. Here's Mike Tomlin. We're going to need more, particularly as this road uh, narrows. But guys like Kenny and myself, man, we're measured by wins and losses. Uh, he and I talk about that often and, and, and openly. Um, we know what our jobs are. Our jobs are to win. Um, and, and so that's where we are. That's where our focus is. Like, I, I get that. But while Kenny Pickett is winning, discretion is important. 
McVay got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff and moved off him and won a Super Bowl. The Steelers' standards are Super Bowl wins, not just winning. Andy Reid was getting to the playoffs, had been to a Super Bowl. He had Alex Smith in Kansas City. He moved off him and now dominates the sport. Kevin O'Connell was 13-4 and with Kirk Cousins, and before the season, J-Mac accurately said it was clear they were moving away from Kirk Cousins. It can't just be wins and losses or results. Prime example, a lot of things in life work out. You shouldn't do them again. I mean, if I woke up late this morning by 45 minutes, got in my car, drove 95 miles an hour on the freeway, got to work, did not get a ticket, well, it worked. Probably should wake up on time and not drive 95 miles an hour to work. The smartest business people in America sell companies when they're profitable. But they look and they don't see a growth trajectory, so they move off it and some sucker buys it and never, ever gets the same company that it had during its growth years. The best stock pickers sell at a high, not when it's reeling. They contextualize. They use discretion and they say, yeah, we're, we're moving up because our industry, you know, our sector is moving up, but this isn't really a very good stock. It will eventually it will eventually peel off quickly, and you sell it at a high. So, like the Kenny Pickett thing, the Steelers, the Steelers are literally setting NFL history by winning and getting outgained every week. They have a losing point differential. If it was just about winning, C.J. Stroud's five and four, Kenny Pickett six and three. Not a single GM in the league would take Kenny Pickett at six and three. Is he better than Justin Herbert at four and five? You have to contextualize the Chargers. They're not very well coached. C.J. Stroud, that's a rebuilding roster. The Steelers have a great roster. Joe Burrow, 5-4. Five and four. Josh Allen, 5-5. Five and five. Worse records than Kenny Pickett. I understand being judged by it, but if you're just going to look at Kenny Pickett and go, hey, he's winning games, it's not good enough. Right? It's, it's not good enough. That's why you pay GM seven figures. For context and discretion, it can't be about wins. Tim Tebow went on a heater, and John Elway got out of there. He got out of that business. I said to the staff this morning, if I would get on the phone in the offseason and say, hey, I'll give you Kenny Pickett for a first-rounder if I was Pittsburgh. I'd take it in one second. <laughs> but you know, I don't think anybody's going to take it. But it, it is I, – I look at offensive coaches in this league. And when I look at defensive coaches, it's a lot about, hey, we're winning. Seattle, we're winning. Going to hoist a trophy with Geno Smith? Why is he winning? Good coach, great run game, excellent draft picks, very, very good young roster. Why is Kenny Pickett winning? Great receivers, unbelievable roster, top defense, great pass rush. Got to contextualize all this stuff. It's not just winning or Tim Tebow would have gotten a big contract. You, you gotta, it can't be that. There's a lot of reasons teams win. I mean, one of the reasons Brock Purdy is winning, because he didn't make anything. I'm not, if, 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 I, if you told me today I have to sign Brock Purdy to a massive contract, I wouldn't do it. He's winning because it's an all-star roster because he's making nothing. Contextualization is the reason Andy Reid moves off Alex Smith or Sean McVay moves off Goff, who I like. I like Alex and Goff. But results-oriented decisions will eventually always get you in trouble if it's just simply on results. And smart people don't judge people just on results. They, they don't. 
If you did, you'd always be signing employees top of the market or buying stocks at the top of the market. You buy Warren Buffett value stocks. They're beaten down. You contextualize it and go, it's actually a good company. It's just undervalued. we got to clean up the mess a little bit. This is a $12 stock. It should be 80 J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, it's time. We've, we've got to talk about fight night in the NBA. Man, what a scene in Golden State. So first, like, three minutes of the game, Klay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels get tied up, and it looked like Klay kind of got his hand on McDaniels first, and then McDaniels grabbed back. Either way, they refuse to let go. They're throwing each other around. Rudy Gobert comes in to play Peacemaker. Get Clay out of there. Draymond Green sees this, loses his mind, jumps in with a flying headlock. Not a move you see often in the NBA. Um, Draymond ejected, Clay ejected, McDaniels tossed, and uh, Rudy Gobert, all he, I mean, he puts his hands up when Draymond's choking him, as you can see in the video. Colin, this is not good. Wojnarowski just reported uh, within the last 20 minutes. The NBA is looking into this. A potential suspension is coming, and history will be taking into account. And for fun, during the commercial break, I came up with a mini history of the Draymond Green beefs and fights. Uh, it's going to take about an hour, so um, let me know when you want me to get to it. Well, I would I would think he would get a three to a five-game suspension. Bad look for the league. Uh, he was overly aggressive. Uh, Gobert was trying to be a peacemaker. Uh, there's no reason to put anybody in a chokehold, so that that's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably do a three to a five game suspension. And, and again, you do consider history. Leagues should consider history. Yeah. I think that's very reasonable. If, if somebody's been a terrific spokesperson for the league and they've been above board, and obviously it's the same way a teacher with a student. If you get in trouble all the time, you get in trouble again, it's going to be more punitive. So, I, I mean, three games to me. Now, I do think Draymond being the protector, I don't have a problem with that. But I think any headlock, chokehold yeah. felt over the top. Yeah, I agreed. Um, interesting take from Gobert, okay? Afterward, he's like, man, anytime Steph Curry's not playing, Curry didn't play last night, he's got some knee thing, Draymond tries to get ejected. Someone has done the research, Colin. This is crazy. In 74 games where Steph Curry played, or did not play, and Draymond was in, Draymond has seven ejections. For what I mean, he only has four ejections when Curry's with is playing. So it's very strange. Like I don't know if Draymond like said I don't want to be out there. He's going through something. Okay, in the last ten days, he got into it with Donovan Mitchell. Remember? Uh, then he got into it with Anthony Edwards a couple days ago, and now this. Like I'm not sure if internally there are some issues with the Warriors. Remember they started hot, and you were all excited. Um, they're kind of on the struggle bus right now. Nobody can score on this team. Andrew well, Wiggins is... It's a oh. very it's a very deep team, but they have only one score. It reminds me of the Lakers. Like last night, the Lakers were red hot, hit threes, Anthony Davis. But it's, it's like sometimes you look to the Lakers and it's like, yeah, they're deep, but LeBron's the only one in the second half that can score. The Warriors are having a bit of that, where Boston and Denver are the best teams in the league, and I think easily... Like, Denver, right Denver's going to win the West. It looks like, I, I don't know anybody that can beat that team four times when Jamal Murray's back. Four times in two weeks, forget about it. And Boston is really, really good. Those teams have no bench. 
The Lakers and the Warriors have an interesting long bench, but are very dependent often on a LeBron or a Steph to do all the scoring. So you need AD can't do what occasionally happens. He just disappears offensively, and Wiggins has to give you 18 a night. I don't know what's wrong with Wiggins. Um, Clay's not playing well. However, you were right on that young kid, the rookie they drafted. I'm not even going to try to butcher his name. He's but going he to be the next Clay. I mean, he had over 20 points last night. No, Nobody he... could score. It's like Dario Saric and the young kid Potala, whatever his name yeah. is. Um, he was he was really good. Um, um, next up, oh, Aaron Rodgers continues to tease Jets fans about a potential return. He went on a radio show with a former NFL punter yesterday and said he's going back to the Jets full-time real soon, adding that the plan all along was to return after Thanksgiving. This is from an Achilles. Now he's saying he will play, but he will not play yet, but he will return full-time to the facility. This is another week where Robert Sala's head is apparently on the chopping block. People are talking about losing his job. And Aaron Rodgers, oh, I'm close to coming back. I'm, I'm nearly there, guys. I'm going to be back in the facility now, very now, soon. Now, do people that cover the Jets think he will be back? What is the feeling around the facility? I don't think anybody knows other than Aaron Rodgers keeps saying this. Is he deflecting from all their issues? There was a players-only meeting yesterday. We know how that worked out for Buffalo. Uh, like, there's a lot going on with the Jets. And... The, the timing of Aaron Rodgers coming out and saying, I'm coming back to the facility, sure does deflect and push everything back, doesn't it? You you could argue that. I I, I have this weird, bad vibe that Aaron's going to come back and get hurt again. Like, it's a, I have this, t it's like, I, I almost want to say, Aaron, like, the, let's say the Jets, and, and every Jet game looks the exact same, which is why I think is the second reason I like Sala. I know exactly what I get every Sunday. They look the exact same. I get total consistency from effort and defense. Total consistency. So the two things I always worry about coaches, are you good on your side of the ball? Check. And do I get the same team every Sunday? Dennis Allen's Saints, you have no idea what team you get half to half, week to week. They're all over the map. That's not working. Well, so I'll say, if the Jets just, you know, let's say they lose a couple games, two out of the next three, I almost think it's like, Aaron, your heart's in the right place. Watch out. It just... What's the point? This old line is bad. What's the point of him getting hit again? It used to be a one-year injury for an Achilles. Then it was like 10 months. Then it's eight months. And now we're talking like four months. This is insanity. Well, and he's, he's like an old older, yeah. older guy. Um, a quick word on Salah. I know that oh, the defense, you know what they're doing. Now, Josh Jacobs had a pretty good game. Um, on Sunday Night Football against him. I rushed for over 110 yards, okay? Uh, Saquon Barkley, a couple weeks ago when the Giants nearly beat the Jets, had a pretty good game running the football. The run defense, well, the defense overall is good, but they're not perfect. They've got they've got some holes. Um, I just, I don't like this at all. Anyways, final story, college football playoff rankings released last night. Bit of a change, uh, not much of one. We still have the same top four, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, FSU, Oregon and Washington on the outside looking in before people get all worked up, right? Ohio State, Michigan, next week, one of those teams will slide. Uh, Georgia will play in the SEC title game. They're either in or they'll fall. Uh, FSU has an ACC title game. Like, Washington, Oregon will play. This is going to work itself out, right? Nobody's going to get left out, right? The Pac-12 is a better conference than the ACC. Washington has more impressive wins than Florida State. Why are they behind them? Now, Washington plays Oregon State this weekend in Corvallis. That thing has upset written all over it. Wait, who, who's Washington State playing? Washington oh. plays Oregon State, and Oregon State is has historically, go ask Pete Carroll, been a little bit of a giant killer. Oh. That, that's got trouble written all over it. Michigan at Maryland. Sandwich game between Penn State, Ohio State. 
I'm I'm telling you, Oregon State and Maryland are good enough. I know. Now Oregon State's a real team. Maryland's not great. But I will say I I, I told you last weekend, I thought I didn't know what was gonna happen to Michigan. I thought they could unravel. I didn't have any idea. That Maryland game from Michigan. I'm, I'm, it's a 21-point favorite. They'll probably bulldoze them, but you got to go back on the road. I know it's a sandwich spot, but, um, you know, college is weird. Uh, i, I got to look this up. Are the Maryland Terps, like, is campus on Thanksgiving break? Like, I don't think the college kids are going to be juiced up there this weekend and all lubricated. They're probably gone for college break, so I don't know that the, it's going to be like a scary scene where you're going on the road, hostile environment. I don't know that that's going to be there. i got to look that up, but I, I think Michigan's going to be fine. I got to look into this Oregon State thing you're talking about, huh? Yeah. DJ, is he still playing well? Just go look at the numbers. Go look at the injury report. Washington's played several major games. Back to USC, Utah, down to the wire. Big, wild, emotional games. Oh, there's go down to little quiet Oregon State. Watch out. That's got trouble written all over it. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. We, we, I've got all sorts of stuff. Joel Klatt, top of the hour. Um, UCLA firing Chip Kelly. I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I really don't. So, you know, they, they always say this in the NFL. Um, the best general managers know their roster perfectly. So therefore, they they know their personnel. They have an understanding of who can play and who can't. Forget trading free agency. Do you know your own players' limitations? Because a lot of GMs, they fall in love. The Cowboys do this. They fall in love with their players. you got to be honest. If you're a GM and you draft a player two, three years in, he is what he is. You've got to know. UCLA doesn't get what they are. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or producer uh, and you may have seen the work that i've done through my foundation and you may know my friend and co-host donnie starkins as well he's a mindfulness teacher a yoga instructor a life coach a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential and we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Sunday, we've got a huge day of football on Fox. At 1 Eastern, Dak and the Cowboys take on the Panthers. Or at 4, the Bucks take on Christian McCaffrey and the Niners. Check for the game in your area all on Fox. That Charger-Packer game to me is really interesting. I told you this before. Chargers are a three-point favorite. If they go in there and you lose to Jordan Love, who can't beat Kenny Pickett, what do you do if you're the Chargers? Because right now they can't beat the good teams and they hammer the bad teams. Green Bay is closer to a bad team than a good team. That's a really interesting game. Speaking of Southern California, I'll do this briefly. Chip Kelly apparently is going to get let go at the end of the year for UCLA. I do not get it. So, again, let me contextualize this. They're 6-4. and four. He's got a freshman quarterback. He got hurt. They got quarterback issues everywhere. Still playing great defense. Still running the ball. They're not very good at quarterback. Injuries happen. Freshman, it happens. So, two years ago, Chip goes 8-4 and four at this basketball school. They beat LSU. Maybe you've heard of them. And they beat their rival USC. Last year, they go 9-3. and three. They beat Washington and Utah. Very good teams. This year, true freshman quarterback, Dante Moore, a little overwhelmed, super, super future ahead of him. They've used three different quarterbacks due to injuries, inexperienced. It's a merry-go-round at quarterback. The conference is the best it's ever been, ever been, and they're 6-4. and four. <laughs> You just gave him an extension. So this is, people don't want to admit this, this is the fifth best football program in the Pac-12 they're not Washington, Oregon, USC, or Utah in terms of commitment and historic, recent historic consistency. And if they go to the Big Ten, you want to start with a new staff? Adding Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, all better than UCLA. UCLA is a basketball school. They win at football. They put guys in the NFL. 
but I'm eight and four to nine and three. They've got some really good young players. The issue here behind the curtain is that Chip isn't going to suck up to donors. He doesn't suck up to administrators. He doesn't love to recruit. And if you want to get rid of him because of the recruiting, it's fine. But he puts guys in the pros, and they win enough games in this conference. But the idea of not understanding what you are, this is the best season in the Pac-12 recent history. I don't remember a season with this many good teams. Two teams in the top five or six, Oregon and Washington, and they're both legit. They're not Now, Oregon's, I think, better than Washington, though they lost late. But this makes no sense to me. The fact they're 6-4 and four in this conference with a quarterback merry-go-round they're using, they're running the ball, they're playing defense, he's figuring out ways to be competitive. You know, quarterback's sort of important. What would USC be right now without Caleb Williams? A three-win team? UCLA's got six with a true freshman and a bunch of transfers and new kids. They don't know what they're doing. I, I, I just don't get it. you got to know what you are. you got to be realistic about what you are contextualize the conference, the injuries, your freshman quarterback. Take a deep breath on this stuff. And not because I know Chip and like him, but Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, all the money and commitment in the world, and they can't coach. And and five-star athletes everywhere. UCLA is a basketball school that wins at football, has a proud tradition, but how many people do they get to the Rose Bowl on Saturdays? You know, I mean, in, in this community... They're about the seventh choice. So uh, it, it's, I don't know. I think this is more about Chip not sucking up to people. Uh, this story is interesting. So Deshaun Watson is done for the year. He and the medical staff got together, and um, you know they decided if he risked the injury to his shoulder, a broken bone, that it could, it could deteriorate and get worse. So they said, okay, we're, we're out. So they're going to go to backup quarterbacks. Their season's, come on, let's be honest, it's over. They're not winning a Super Bowl. But here's what's interesting, is that there are certain organizations, like the Chicago Bears, they don't do a lot right. You know, they got one great team ever. They, they don't do a lot right. Ownership, front office, coaching, quarterback play. Cleveland's actually done a lot right. They've always drafted well in the offensive line. You could go Joe Thomas, Alex Mack. They got plenty of good offensive linemen through the years. They do a good job there. Nick Chubb. I think Andrew Barry is an excellent young GM. I think Kevin Stefanski's a very above-average coach. I think he's a really bright guy. They've done a, a lot right in Cleveland. But good God, are they bad at the quarterback thing. And it's funny about this. Certain organizations make mistakes and have limitations, but they get quarterback right. Green Bay is a great example. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's, that's good eating right there. That's, that is big time. Legends, all of them legends in the decades in which they've played. Uh, yeah, I also think you have to look at a team like Kansas City. Len Dawson was great. Mahomes is the best in the game. Alex Smith got you to the playoffs. Older Joe Montana. That's a pretty good group. Um, hey, Dallas Cowboys, you got to give them credit on this. Staubach was a, maybe the most underrated player in league history. Danny White could spin it. Troy Aikman's a legend. Romo was always better than people gave him credit for. Tony Romo was very good. And Dak's an excellent, solid B-plus, A-minus quarterback. Cowboys have made a lot of mistakes. Quarterback's not one of them. Even the dysfunctional Bengals. Kenny Anderson, sorry, I grew up with him. He was good. Boomer Esiason got to a Super Bowl, and uh, I think he won an MVP. I think Boomer won an MVP. Carson Palmer's great. Again, he may have not been the red rifle and closer to the beige water pistol, but Andy Dalton, five playoff appearances. 
And Joe Burrow's obviously great. And they're considered dysfunctional. The crazy Chargers. You know, we were always like, oh, the Chargers. Dan Fouts, unbelievable. Prettiest ball maybe ever thrown by any quarterback. Dan Fouts, feathery touch. Stan Humphreys got to a Super Bowl. He did. Drew Brees had a winning record. Pretty good career. Phillip Rivers, again, borderline Hall of Famer. Herbert, stud. The dysfunctional Bengals, the crazy Chargers. Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, it is just a barnyard musical. I mean, look at this thing. Tim Couch, Brandon Whedon, a big reach. Oh, good God. Johnny Baker, Brady. Oh, yeah, yoy. They passed on Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen for Baker. Uh, 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 they passed on Derek Carr for Johnny Manziel. They passed on Russell Wilson. Well, a lot of people did for Brandon Whedon. Oh, boy. It's a... Uh... They just, they just, and, and, and I'll be fair, Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, their GM, their coach, they got a lot of good stuff there. They've done a really good job on the offensive line. Cleveland's got, there's, they've done a lot right. You can roll your eyes at Cleveland. They have done a lot right. This is a very good roster. They've drafted, they've developed, they've acquired. They, and maybe, I don't know, I don't, it's just a coincidence. I think in most instances, this is my takeaway on Cleveland. Low self-esteem sports franchises reach. Johnny Manziel was flashy, and Baker was cocky, and they reach. They reach. When you, when, when you have low self-esteem, you're in the same division as the iconic Steelers and the perpetually well-run Ravens and the Joe Burrow Bengals. You know, like now all of a sudden it's like, we, we're better than the Bengals. No, you're not. And I think a lot of times... People with low self-esteem, businesses low self-esteem. I call it low sports self-esteem. They take big swings and reach. I mean, Johnny Manziel was a tiny quarterback. Like, not a single scout that I had talked to liked it. They're all like, no. Baker, Whedon, big swings, reaches. So Deshaun this morning was asked about playing through this injury, which he chose not to. I pushed very hard for it um, <laughs> to the point where it's, you know, all the experts and, and doctors was the ones that told me that it was it was no chance. So uh, you know, I pushed as far as I possibly could to you know get back out there and just try to play and, and try to push it towards after the season. But you know, I think the best situation for I guess longevity in my career is is to be able to get immediate surgery, um, and that's what all the experts said. So you know, I gotta I gotta follow their their footsteps and, and go from there. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Protect yourself. You're a pro athlete. Protect your body. Protect your career. Protect your brand. I don't have a problem with that. But they, uh, I'll defend Cleveland forever. They have done a lot right. <laughs> you can argue Nick Wright did yesterday. Miles Garrett is MVP of the league. Uh, and Nick Chubb was a find in the second round. Patriots took Sony Michelle first round, same team. They took Nick Chubb. Which one worked out? Sony Michelle, I'm not sure, is playing. Nick Chubb is great, has been for years. O-line. Alex Mack, Joe Thomas, they got guys all up and down the offensive line. That's never an issue. But, man, they can't, they, they can't get the quarterback thing right. And that's the league right now. I mean, that, that is the league. I've said this about the Chicago Bears. If Chicago had a Mahomes or somebody of that you know, level of play, it would hide a lot of the issues. But when you don't get the quarterback, Chicago doesn't do a lot right. They don't draft particularly well. You know, they've got their Super Bowl, but they don't do a lot right in my lifetime. Cleveland's done a lot right. I mean, I, I could go back to Brian Sipe, Bernie Kosar. Wow. You have, that's how far you have to yeah. go back for Cleveland to find a guy that was competent. But, you know, 
the reason I think the Browns went and got Watson, when you look in the division and see Lamar Jackson emerging, you're like, well, oh, we got to deal with that no, for a decade. It's desperation. And Joe Burrow. I have no problem with them paying Deshaun Watson, right? Well, I would never do a guaranteed well, contract. Sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. Or, or desperate franchises do also, desperate things. I looked this up. They have one playoff win this century. That's it. Okay. One playoff Green appearance Bay. in two decades. Green Bay never gave Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers a guaranteed contract. Okay. They're not a desperate franchise. Correct. Like that, that New England never gave Brady a fully guaranteed contract. You should never do that. That's just not smart. Quarterbacks get hurt a lot. They age quickly. It's just so, again, and I do think they looked at the Steelers. They looked at Lamar. You know, they looked Burrow. at the Steelers' roster. They look at Burrow, and they're like, uh, uh, we got a good roster and a good coach, and they got desperate. And that's and because remember Deshaun was going to go to Atlanta. Yeah, I mean we all thought he was going. That was the fit. Hour two, Joel Klatt, live in LA. It's the herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.